how's Chicago's weather doing right now? Oh, it's it's so choice. It's been like mid sixties the past week. Yeah. Although it seems like it's gonna go back in the seventies a bit this week. Nice. But, yeah. I'm gonna be there on Wednesday. Oh shit, really? Yeah, I'm gonna go see Steve Lacey. Oh, cool. Hell yeah. I was gonna say I actually got <laughs> I, I don't think I'm going to go because I really don't want to see it, but I might go because I don't want to pay, you know, I, I'd be seeing it for free, but I got on Wednesday night, um, two passes to see Amsterdam early. <laughs> um, I wish I could see that for, cause I don't want to pay for it. I have a free AMC ticket and I'm going to use it to see Amsterdam cause I do not want to pay for that movie. Right. Morally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll be talking about that this episode. But. Yeah, because we we uh, we guys we didn't choose to ignore it. I had no clue. Yeah, I once, genuinely listen, didn't know. Listen, uh, we fucked up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, on that note, I guess um, I'm Calvin Kermins. I'm Moise Camacho. I mean, I'm Joy. You're just, What's her well, name? <laughs> my name? No, Joyce. Oh, uh, it, it's Joy something. Joy Summers, please be something cool like that. Uh, wow, Letterbox isn't working now. Uh, Joy Mangano. Hi, I'm Joy Mangano. I, I should know how to say it. I just watched this movie yesterday. I just watched it right now. Oh, man, that's worse. This is Star... Welcome back to Stargazing. It's been a minute. We'll explain why. It's been a minute. Yeah, we'll, we'll explain in a second. But uh, this is the podcast about movie stars. And right now, we're back to J-Law and Order our series on the films of Jennifer Lawrence, who might be the last movie star. We're still, it's, it's tough to say. It has been, I, I didn't look, it's been a minute since we've recorded and it's been a minute since we've released an episode. It has been. How long did, are you checking right now? No, I don't. I really don't want to because it's going to make me feel bad. But um, I, I, I will say straight up, we made the <laughs> oh, It we doesn't made, make me feel that bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we have no <laughs> real obligation to you. We don't make money off of this. We, yeah, we do. We make millions. Look, yeah, I don't like to talk about our Exxon sponsorship. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm but <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to talk about our David or Russell endorsement. Oh, no, no, don't put that fucking evil. <laughs> uh, I Look, I don't like to talk about the Rockefeller money that funds this show. You know, uh, it, yeah, we're actually um, uh, tune in next week. We uh, got free passes for Amsterdam. So we're going to talk about <laughs> God. Um, yeah, we, but we did. We took a sort of a, a sabbatical. We made the mistake of not building in one for the start of semester because I'm a mess and it takes me a while to adjust to any schedule. Yeah. Uh, that I mean, said, no, I don't agree. Uh, that you don't have said, to fucking tell anybody why. If, Fuck if you guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I love you guys. Yeah. Uh, but if you're a hiring manager who happens to work in the industry, uh, I'm graduating soon. And what I just said about not being able to adjust to a schedule quickly isn't true. Yeah, I'm very can't. hireable. I'm very hireable. That was a goof. <laughs> but I also... Uh, uh, okay, so I want to explain the mindset I had going into this episode in this movie. Okay. I thought just because this was like... I, I can't speak for you, Moises, but I feel like this summer, you know, like I, my brain was kind of all over the place. Okay. And that's when we started doing J-Law was like the beginning of the summer. Yeah. And as and also like we just got J-Law's film, Love love the Woman. I think she's a wonderful actress. Her filmography was not kind to us. No, it There's wasn't. Not a lot of heaters. Not not as fun as the, the other two. And that's the thing. I I personally felt like um like me i i worried like i don't feel like i'm i'm giving j-law the same like amount of effort and energy that i gave well i was gonna say it this episode which i guess we can i can already say it like uh because i agree we haven't uh necessarily like stated how much we like her but in every single one of these movies we've watched she's basically always the best part of the movie Easily, um, yeah every time Except she's for when on she was in that movie with uh philip seymour Hoffman and jeffrey wright but <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and but Julianne she, Moore she, and uh, Jenna Malone. And listen, <laughs> what do you know? She and Elizabeth. Uh, she's just uh, she, okay. I mean, like, let's like on Joy. 
every time she's on the screen, she lights up the screen. And that's basically with every movie she's in. No, she is. We'll get into it. But like, uh, weirdly, I think she's great in this. And I'll explain why I say weirdly. Um, Like up front, I'll say, I think this is my favorite in what we've seen of this series so far. I think this is like my favorite performance of her since Winter's Bone. Oh, shit. Yeah, um, uh, I I think I enjoyed American Hustle a little bit more than you did. You may have. I, Which, like, I mean, I still didn't like the movie, but I like Jennifer Lawrence in that movie. I think you were more positive on her than I was. I can't remember. There was some there was some performance we didn't agree on in American Hustle, but I cannot fucking remember. Which one I, it was? I mean, uh, there's plenty, plenty. There's, there's, a, there's plenty that could be considered disagreeable. <laughs> American Hustle, um, which is so funny too. Because oh shit, I'm looking now. We both gave American Hustle three stars. It's so rare yeah. for us. This is and that too. This entire series, me and Kellen have basically agreed on everything, which is rare. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> which very is rare. rare. Yeah, but the my point is. Uh, and also there's the added baggage i don't think anybody like really cares but i do like this is the first woman we've covered on this show and i I didn't want it to feel like we were like i didn't want it to feel like i was half-assing my way through Mm -hmm. so it felt good to get that break it felt good to take some time away recharge at this point (laughs) we're we're, by the time we finish the series now there'll be a new one like call, I think I haven't done the math yet, but I think by the time we get to don't look up, like Causeway will be coming out the next week. That's good then. So we'll we'll finish yeah. the the series with her. With yeah, that one exactly. It it works out good. We did this like, on purpose. Yes, <laughs> and so this is the mindset I had. I was like, I'm rested. I'm recharged. I'm ready to give Jennifer Lawrence the same amount of energy that we had for Will Smith. And dare I say it? The Sandler days, the, but the don't naive, li- our naive, optimistic Sandler days. Listen, also, but don't lie, we did get burnt out with. We got burnt out. Yes. Oh God, we did. <laughs> and and in J-Law's def- in our defense, there are some stretches of Will Smith and Sandler where we're we're not our hearts are not in it. Uh, Pre Netflix Sandler, like that's that. Yeah, like um, early two thousand. There's Will a rough Smith. patch there. Yeah, rough patches. But I was like, fuck yeah. It's J-Law time. Our favorite Appalachian. I'm, I, she's from Kentucky. I don't know if it's <laughs> Appalachian. Uh, our favorite uh, uh, America's sweetheart. America uh, sweetheart. She's from The Kentucky? girl on fire. <laughs> the volunteer <laughs> states. <laughs> oh my God, are you okay? The girl, I'm like, I'm ready. She's from Kentucky, you said? Yeah, I think. She's uh, sponsored by the Colonel. She is a Kentucky Colonel. She's the girl (laughs) on fire. She's from the volunteer state. And I said, I texted you and I said, do you want to record soon? Let's get to it. And you're like, yes, I'm down. What's next movie? And then we saw it was a David O. Russell movie. And we both went, (laughs) oh, (laughs) fuck. (laughs) Uh, Because to back it up even more, I remember this day clearly. It was July 4th, 2022. We, Moises and I, had just recorded uh, the American Hustle episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was on vacation with my family. I went down to the beach and, like, I was on, as soon as we got done recording, I went to the beach. I looked at my phone. I saw that the Amsterdam trailer had dropped while we were recording. Yeah. Then, like, by the time I got to the beach, you texted me and said, like, hey, did you know this? <laughs> well, uh, I, th- I think the reason why it flew by us is because um, usually when we cover the movies, we obviously cover the background and the context. But, like, me and you are not impressed by David O. Russell, so we did not want to do the context. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think he has a single um, worthwhile artistic ambition. No, uh, I don't like any of his movies. No, um, I don't think they're all okay. Makes it even all the more baffling that he turns out to be as evil of a person as he is. Yeah, and he's still allowed essentially like blank checks. That, mm-hmm. Like he he's making he's, he's making more- the same movie over and over again. Essentially, 
And here's the thing. I remember, I think during Silver Linings Playbook, I think I brought up how difficult of a person he is to work with. Like, I yeah, feel you did. I, you definitely did. Weirdly, there was like this other thing that in our defense, I, I don't think Wikipedia really mentions. <laughs> um, it's just, it's in our defense, like it's weirdly swept under the rug in terms of like- I'm not weirdly, it's fucking Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, it's Hollywood, yeah. Um, that I, I could be, I hope I'm not getting it wrong, but essentially that he sexually abused his trans niece. He did. Yes. And he essentially got away and, with and like, he's he, admitted he literally admitted it. <laughs> yes. He literally admitted it. Right. And the police were just like, well, it's only just the, he say, she said thing. So, and yeah. that was that. Um, and also, and uh, but it's worth noting in this case, he what he said and she said were the same thing. Yes, uh, he, he admitted to it. Yeah, um, and he has a movie coming out with every single uh, famous actor this week. Um, with multiple actors that me and you have shouted out like that we love that we yeah that we love like I mean JDW. Um, like we have Margot Robbie. We have uh, placed <laughs> placed JDW on the mantle of of modern actors that we love. Yeah, we and bought a lot of John David Washington. We, it's yeah, <laughs> we bought a lot of it. I I bought a shit ton of it. I'm still trying to get rid of some. Um, we, yeah, uh, a lot of Margot Robbie, and then Margot Robbie. We had a fuck focus. We talked about her the entire episode yeah we we love mark we love margot robbie um, um we I talked mean, about christian bale <laughs> like, i mean looking uh, at the looking at the cast of a david o russell movie has like the sinking feeling of like reading epstein's contact book you know <laughs> just yeah. oh man god christian there's a lot bale, of people margot robbie john david washington chris rock some of these are gonna hurt just peeking down the line some of these are really gonna hurt yep uh on your taylor joy that hurts Zoe Zaldana. That hurts. Uh, Mike Myers. Nah, I don't care. <sighs> Michael Shannon. Hurts. That, that one, one fucking stings. This one stings. This one, okay, this one has the same like level of personal hurt for me that like John Bernthal having Shia LaBeouf on his podcast does. That felt <laughs> like a personal betrayal. <laughs> Just like this does. Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny one. That's the fucking funniest one. Um, Rami Malek, Robert De Niro. Oh, fuck you, Rami uh, Malek. Robert De Niro. Th- listen, wh- when we get to the Robert De Niro corner of this podcast, I have a lot to say. Well, it's not bizarre. Like you said, it is Hollywood. Um, and the is- thing too is which you, which is what you touched upon on either either Silver Linings Playbook or American Hustle. You talked about how David O. Russell has been mean on set and abusive on set. Yeah, but. What I didn't know, and I, I assume you didn't know either. What we didn't know is that there's like literally like proof of his abuse on set. Amy Adams came out after American Hustle and fucking said, I don't like working with him. He, he abused me verbally and emotionally on set that brought me to tears and it made me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like even his first movie, uh, there's like stories and like audio of him like Is abusing the, uh, i heart uh, huckabees yeah i heart uh abusing Lily there's Tom video and, yeah. yeah there's video of it it's uh, it's unprofessional and it's george, disgusting yeah george clooney has like t- publicly talked about like getting into a physical fight with him like yeah. during uh three kings i think yeah it is it's just worth noting because I don't think we real we really knew the full extent of it. Hey, that's funny that that that's ironic that that's your background right now. Uh, yeah, right now uh, <laughs> my background is uh, Colonel Tom Parker from the Elvis movie. Um, we'll yeah. we'll get to the stargazing awards later this year, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I just wanted to get that out of the way up front that I I. I David O. Russell, he's not even, the art isn't worth separating from the artist because the art isn't any fucking good. (laughs) That's all. Thank you, Kellen. I'm so, I like you. We're (laughs) friends. We're friends. And obviously we're friends. You know, we have a podcast together, but I like you even more now that you said that. Because I have been saying that for fucking years. 
there are artists there are artists that it's worth it's worth separating the art for the artist uh-huh. but there are some that it's not yeah <laughs> and david russell is someone that's not he's a shitty person he makes yeah. shitty movies uh-huh i think it's sad that like for the six the first six or so years of her career that like Jennifer Lawrence is kind of like his go-to actress. Like yeah, yeah. she's kind of unfortunately a collaborative his, partner. Yeah, like his, fully. Unfortunately, his muse. Yeah. Know. Um. Yeah. Uh. But I mean, it's been seven years since this movie come has come out. You know, she has shown no signs of working with him ever again. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's free, you know, maybe, maybe God willing, we'll never have to talk about another one yeah. of the States movies. She signed a contract with the devil. Maybe, maybe it's done. Maybe the contract's over, you know? Yeah. And of course, like, I, you know, who knows? Like, I think she, actually what happened is she renewed her contract and had to work with Darren Aronofsky one time and date him. <laughs> I forgot they dated. That's right. Cause I'm curious now I meant to look up cause I don't think she, Lawrence has ever like talked about she has like, and Amy Adams is really the the biggest one who has publicly said fuck again. you and 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 George Clooney oh no George Clooney actually talked uh, spoken out against him but then he later on said that they um they uh, uh squashed the beef because he like they saw each other at a party and just said hey let's let's squash this beef and they squashed the beef so come on George Clooney what are you what yeah, are you come doing, on man? George what you, do you, you do George come on make <laughs> I haven't. Well, I'm gonna watch Michael Clayton soon, but oh, um, dude, you should. <laughs> I know I love it. That, that's such a Kellen movie. Yeah. Um. Apparently, uh, apparently, like I'm seeing something like they had like a friendly like chat. It looks like in 2019. Yeah. But there's also like reports of them getting into a screaming match on the set of Joy. Oh, you mean Jennifer? Oh, you're talking about Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, I'm talking about Jennifer Jennifer Lawrence. Sorry, yeah. Okay. No, it it seems like it's hard to say. She's also like as like uh, you know an up and coming actress, not up and coming, but like as an actress in Hollywood, she probably doesn't have as much freedom as you know George Clooney does Mm -hmm. to like talk talk shit about. Yep. powerful directors and and at that uh, no, no actually no that's unfair that no that's not true bro she yeah. had won a fucking oscar already by that point yeah you're, you're right but <laughs> i feel like it's that's always like a part of it like the moment like it comes out like uh, like oh this actress is like difficult you know like they're done oh, okay okay you're right yeah you're right. like that's that's I hope that doesn't sound patronizing, but I no, just it doesn't. Like You're being truthful. Yeah, like you know, George Clooney could talk about getting in a fist fight with David O. Russell, but she probably can't. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I said, hopefully she doesn't ever work with him again. Yeah, I hope so. Who would but, be a good? For, I mean, fuck him. But like we we say it every every episode, basically, we bring up his name. Work with PTA, and like he'll just like do you. He'll do you some justice. Work with PTA. He'll fucking, he knows exactly how to write you. You, you want to work? Oh, gosh. You know, I've had this thing. I was going to save it for the last, you know what? I'll still save it. I'll save it for the last episode, which oh, I guess who, will be Causeway, who I think J-Law should work with. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but. It's funny because for me, like my, my head always goes to like two directors. Yeah, because I'm just like any he would do it for you. If I if fucking if the Safties wrote a thriller movie for fucking J Law, I uh, come on. You know what, Moises? Here's the, what. Let's write a movie for J Law. All right, we'll do. <laughs> do you want to do another Letty episode? Is that what you want to do? Oh, another Letty. Oh, oh the, it, that would be so. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll do another Letty episode. But with Letty, we had like a specific prompt, which was write a movie for this character in this series. This will just be like what's any like any movie that J Law could be in. Yeah, I will. I'm just gonna manifest this though. Like, I read a friend's script last week, a, mm-hmm. a film school friend. I'm not gonna name him because I'm not like that, you know. But uh, J Law would be pretty good in it. J Law would be pretty good. Just manifesting that for them. Do you do you I, want me to give you like a real quick, a real quick like a uh, movie, real quick? Yeah, for sure. Um. Oh, well, I thought in my head, if you want me to write a type a, a movie, I'll do Titanic two. 
where J-Law is playing Rose and, you know, when Rose escapes, we see, we see her life, you know, she, she goes uh-huh. on an airplane, she rides a horse, <laughs> she, <laughs> she rides a horse <laughs> and she does all the other things that Jack told her to do. That's a, uh, I, I got you. <laughs> Titanic two starring yeah. Jennifer Lawrence, James Cameron to direct, of course, and uh, stargazing uh, to produce. With Skydance, Skydance. After one, after one meeting with James Cameron, he is blacklisting us in this industry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Put put her in Avatar three. You know, ever that's it's done already. <laughs> you, what do you only mean? He, he, you yeah. mean Avatar four? He's already oh, done. That's he's that's done true. with Avatar three. That's right. Um, did we talk about that? It's rumored Vin Diesel might be in the. Oh my fuck! No, we didn't really. Yeah, where's that rumor coming from? I don't know. I I just I think I just like there was some post Vin Diesel made forever ago. They like people thought, is he going to be in? I there's I it's impossible to say though. But I can he's totally gonna, see. I can see him as a Navi. He's gonna know. He's gonna be a tree. He's gonna be Groot. Oh my god. <laughs> he's gonna be in Avatar four. They're gonna finally meet Awa. They're gonna meet. Yeah, the exactly. And it's, and it's gonna, gonna be, be Vin, Vin Diesel. Diesel. Uh, Jake Sully, I see you. <laughs> Shout out to everybody that saw uh, the Avatar re-release. Otherwise, this is the least funny. Otherwise, you won't ever. know it. You won't understand because <laughs> it has no cultural impact. Remember? What if in the description I put spoilers for Avatar 2009? <laughs> <laughs> I put a spoiler one. <laughs> I see you. I see you. <laughs> That'd be a crossover I would fucking pay endless amounts of money to go see. Fast and the Furious and Avatar. Oh my god! I mean, Letty's in it already. That's oh my god! I mean, I a wooga wooga, you know? Oh my goodness! Is she coming back for two? Because I know like Stephen Lang is and Sigour- and Sigourney is. I don't think I don't know. It feels like it'd be a mistake to not. Dude. Yeah, right. She was like probably she was, I, I liked her a lot on Avatar. I like her a lot uh, in that movie. Hey on. Oh, this is weird. Um there's a there's an interview from her in 2011 talking about Avatar 2. Uh oh Kate Winslet's gonna be in it. That's right. Oh fuck, hell yeah. So is Michelle Yao. Damn. This is I mean, after watching the re-release, Avatar 2 became my most anticipated. Uh Michelle Rodriguez is like listed online, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't know how accurate this is because Vin Diesel's also on this list. Um so is Edie Falco. Um I, she's yeah, old now, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. She's this isn't if this is true, this is an interesting cast. Uh, the last thing, because I do want to talk about Joy and Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, yeah, yeah. The last thing I'll say about Avatar. Well, okay, two things. One, there was this, like, these middle-aged women when I saw it. Uh, I saw it uh, with my protege here in Chicago, like, on a Monday night. And it was a pretty full theater. It was a mm-hmm. good size. It was, like, a, one of those Dolby, like, reclining seats. And, like, not that many seats. But, like, you know, pretty decent crowd. There was, like, this row of, like, middle-aged women that, like, every joke in every one-liner, like, landed with them. I'm fucking glad. <laughs> I, was, I was, like, I thought that was interesting, too. Well, that's still, they're, they're, that's whose asses fill the fucking seats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was scared yeah. watching Avatar. You were? I was terrified the first hour of the movie. I was terrified. Oh, it's, it's because you're afraid of... Big powerful women, right? And the no, I'm afraid of blue people. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was that was exposure therapy for you. Yeah, I got, I got, I got yeah. over it. <laughs> by the end, you wanted to be held by Natiri, like Jake is, and that. Uh, more than held. Oh boy. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, um, when the when the when the uh, tree sex scene happened. Uh-huh. Um, uh, the whole you can just feel the energy in the whole theater just change like that. <laughs> How do you mean? The entire energy in the theater was just like, oh, 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 oh. yeah. <laughs> well, some I some things I found out that were like something I found out was selective memory is like 
from my earliest memories of like watching Avatar when it first came out, I remember mm-hmm. the tree sex scene always including like Jake and Natiri holding their weird fucking braids together and bonding. Yeah. But it turns out that's only in the extended cut. Yeah. But I don't know when I would have fucking watched that. You might have watched like on TV, maybe they show the extended it may have been, cut. Yeah, I think like I have clear memory of like Avatar being the first Blu-ray my family ever bought. That's probably what it was because I know my Blu-ray has the extended cut. And also at the end, I had a feeling that this was like, I don't know if this was a deleted scene that they added back in, but there's a bit where uh, Giovanni Ribisi's character, I forget the character's name. Giovanni uh, Ribisi, that's his name. Yeah. Standout performance. This He's time, really good. <laughs> really good. He's, what, he has some line that's like, you telling me these people worship a goddamn tree? You can't find another one? Uh, he's it's some it's a crazy character voice. Yeah, it's it crazy. But uh, they obtainium. This is what we're here for. Fifty mil a kilo or some shit. Uh, people say that Avatar isn't memorable. Look at us. Yeah, you it. guys are fucking lying. This is unlistenable to ninety percent of the human population. I know. I know. But I know. <laughs> okay, the thing I want to say is like. They added this back in for the re-release, but there's a scene near the end now where Giovanni Ravis's character, like the humans are getting escorted off Earth, you know. Uh-huh. And Giovanni Ravis's character stops in front of Jake and is like, you know this isn't over, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember that scene too. Fuck, he's not going to be... Is he not... They couldn't get Giovanni back? It says he's going to be th- in three and four and five, but not... <laughs> They're saving Parker. They know you're dying to see Parker's selfridge or something. His name is, yeah, that's his name. How the fuck do you know his name? <laughs> they say Avatar isn't memorable. This motherfucker just named Gene. Uh, yeah, I, I, when I saw Avatar again, I could not stop seeing tweets about how nobody remembers any of the character names. So, like, I think as a bit, I tried to remember every single possible name I could. Uh, like, Michelle Rodriguez's character is Trudy. That's not as a bit. That sounds like a life life choice. It sounds like I just kind of enjoyed the movie and paid attention during <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, so Jennifer Lawrence isn't going to be an Avatar 2. But, but we wish the, she was. Let's start the campaign now to get her in four or five. Yeah. Um, so Joy is uh, the 2015 film about... Uh, I, it's based on a true story. I can only assume it takes some liberties. Yeah, yeah. About uh, this sort of single mother, self-made entrepreneur that's the inventor of the Miracle Mop, as well as, um, does she like found uh, the home shopping network at the end? Or does she like, she becomes a part of that? I think she's just like, yeah. Uh, Like, I mean, it seemed, well, you see in the end scene, is she like, it, is that the lady who invented the like lint roller or some shit? Is that is that what it I is? think so? Yeah, it's a sequel tease. <laughs> Joy um, two. Joy two. <laughs> um, uh, fuck. I think she's just like a creative person for the HSN or whatever. Probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. a producer, uh, probably just a producer, or in like a patent. What I'm trying to think of the word. Patent helper. Patent helper, sure. <laughs> um, advisor. There you go. Advisor, yeah. Advisor is good. Um, and I will begrudgingly admit this. I, I, I think this movie works despite David O'Russell's um, dumb choices. Yeah, dumb choices and um, failures as a director or writer. I, I don't think this movie fully works, but I think it's the closest of his movies I've seen that comes to working for me. Um, I still think I liked American Hustle more. You think so? Uh, I don't know. To me, this movie, like, I feel like the pace changed a lot the entire movie. Like, it just kept changing. <laughs> and um, I don't know, like, all the other characters who are, like, like everyone else in the cast except for her best friend and her her, her ex-husband um, are bad to her, but, like, none of them are believably bad to her, in my opinion. Um, and also, I think I really hate Robert De Niro in this movie. Wow. 
we'll get to that because I want to hear. I I really have no strong feelings on him in this movie, so I really want to hear uh, what makes you think that. I I feel my thoughts on this movie like I can divide into like the acts, like the three acts. Mm-hmm. Like the first act, like was not a great pace setter, not a great start because. Yeah. As soon as Robert De Niro shows up and everybody's arguing and like yelling over each other, I just like I felt like does David O. Russell only know how to make this one fucking movie? Yeah, this is all he can do. Exactly. This is just American Hustle, and this is just Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah. Despite that, throughout the whole movie, I think Jennifer Lawrence is really good. I think she has this um, not I don't want to say understated, but she has this like very weary like quality you know, like very beat down. Like she's very tired. She feels very tired throughout. Uh, but I think Jennifer Lawrence has like a really uh, compelling energy in this movie. Like I, I, I can't quite think of, like it feels more understated than what uh, a David O. Russell directed performance usually feels like. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I think uh, she plays angry very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and she does. She, um, she like... I don't know. I guess, uh, yeah, she's fucking believable. Like, and in, in mostly, again, like, I, I guess we, I forgot to say and everything. Like, she really usually is the best part of the movie. Mm-hmm. She is so believable in everything she does. She, I can fucking feel her. She feels angry. She feels tired. She feels yeah. out of energy. Um, but to me, I really don't like this movie. I don't, I don't think I like it as much as you do. Um, yeah. I, the parts of it, the middle chunk of this movie kind of works for me hmm. and that's it's not so much the movie itself but it's like the the performances like okay which is like the middle chunk of this movie is kind of driven by j-law and uh bradley cooper who i think is really good in this movie. yeah bradley cooper's really good he was my favorite i, I that might have been the one we disagreed on because i think he was my favorite performance in american Hustle. i think it was bradley cooper yeah i think i didn't like him at all in that movie no, here and I also loved. I think I loved Christian Bale, and I don't think you like Christian Bale at all. I don't think I did either. Um, but in, yeah, I fucking love Bradley Cooper in this movie. I was so excited to finally see him because I knew he was in it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a, it feels like a relief when he shows up. Yeah, I don't know. I I think the uh, to me, I agree. I don't think the first act works. Uh, I don't think, but yeah, I think the second and third act work pretty well because at that point um is when i like you know i started leaning forward in my seat like what the fuck i know this is supposed to be a success story like what's going on why is everything failing <laughs> um yeah and man, i just think i think they work i wish that they were oh wait they are i forgot we're skipping serena i was gonna say i kind of wish jennifer lawrence bradley cooper would be in a non-david o russell movie together but they are <laughs> And we decided to skip it because nobody saw it. Yeah. <laughs> nobody cares. That's what we'll come back to eventually. If whenever we do our farewell tour. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right, though. Um, I th- I mean, when you have two people who are have great chemistry together, it's really hard to make a bad movie. I feel like probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and also it's movies set in the 90s are usually pretty cool just because it's like so <laughs> relatively close. <laughs> <laughs> Like movies that feel like you you feel old, but you also it's very yeah. recognizable are usually easy to um, just relate to, and they they're just easier to watch because you know that period, um, uh, and it's attractive because the past is attractive for some reason yeah. in movies. It's it's also a pretty good looking movie. I think. It's, well, it's it's pretty good looking. I agree. Let's see who's the DP on it. The, uh, it, the oh fucking, no what who is it. I'm scared. I'm I'm a dick writer for this dude. The Linus Sandgren. He did uh La La Land, uh oh, First okay. Man, No Time to Die, Don't Look Up, which again, I a movie I strongly dislike, but I think it's pretty good looking. Looks good. And it's also just like I think aesthetically, there's like a pseudo Christmas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. That's what I was about to say. That the the this the constant like snow and wintertime. Uh-huh. Uh, definitely makes like lens to make a fucking visually appealing movie. Yeah, and also just like I remember the Home Shopping Network and QVC 
mm-hmm. uh, like as a kid, like especially during Christmas time. I remember that was like kind of just being on in the background. Yeah, lots. which come on, David or Russell, why didn't you fucking show us that? Why didn't you just put yeah. a frame of fucking just the, the the what we would see on the TV? Come on, I would have fucking ate that shit up. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, well I, uh, I, 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 my train of thought derailed. Talk about De Niro. Talk about why you don't. Well, like I was going to say before talking about De Niro, uh, you said it earlier. You don't know. Like, obviously, it's dramatized a little bit because that's how movies work. Um, but uh, actually, uh, uh, Joy Mangano was an executive producer for the movie. There you go. Um, so I'm sure she had a lot to do with the uh, with some of the creative liberties that they took. Yeah. Um, no. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if this sounds bad or anything, but I feel like if someone made a movie about my life, I'd be more than okay if they changed it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially when you got Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, playing it's like, there. hey, do you care if we don't get your this aspect of your life right? Dude, I don't care. Bradley Cooper's playing me. Do yeah. whatever you want. Which, I mean, it's also like, Again, we always like we we talked about it already, but like it's appealing, you know. It's, it's like, oh, hey, my name is David O'Russo. I fucking make movies that win Oscars, and I want to yeah. make a movie about your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but uh, I'm reading, I'm I'm skimming this article uh, by Vanity Fair. The headline says, "Why is the true story of David O'Russo's joy such a mystery?" So I guess this is the first time uh, we even knew anything about her, which is fucking insane. There you go. She's a woman of mystery. Well, woman of mystery, which is crazy because this fucking um, um, story is so attractive again. Yeah. Like, it's like a who wouldn't want to watch a feel good movie about a single mom? It's classic. Yeah. Like American Dream Pursuit of Happiness kind of. Exactly. Like, yeah. Led by uh, America's blonde sweetheart. How would you not want to watch this fucking movie? But yeah, Robert (laughs) De Niro. Okay. So, um, I totally understand like when like older when actors get older they start to take like parts that they don't really give a fuck about like it's very like common and like so um I get it you know it's understandable yeah. you don't want to fucking work of course I'm going to take this million dollar paycheck to be in this fucking red box movie or something you know mm-hmm. um but <laughs> I don't know when I wa- like watching this one and then he's also in Silver Linings Playbook and American Hustle, isn't he? Yeah, he's, I mean, he works with David. He's a go-to for David O. Russell. He's in The Fighter, too, isn't he? I, I don't know. I haven't seen that in a while. Um, but that, like, I don't know. So I just always think of someone like Al Pacino. Yeah. Who, like, Al Pacino, when I see him on screen, I'm still so fairly entertained. Seeing him in fucking, <laughs> um... Why can't I think of the name? What's the cursed Adam Sandler movie? Oh, Rain Over Me? No, 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 no. The one that, that Pacino's in. Jack and oh, Jill. Jack and Jack, Jack and Jill. Jill. Like seeing Al Pacino and Jack and Jill, he's putting in some work. He's having fun. He's fucking having fun. And he's doing this fucking movie and he's putting in some fucking work and it's Al Pacino. So you know damn well, even though he's putting in work, it doesn't shit for him. I he, genuinely have not thought about Al Pacino and Jack. And I think about years. Al Pacino and Jack and Jill all the time. I just like had an Anton ego moment where like you said Al Pacino and Jack and Jill. And it was like my fucking sleeper agent activation phrase. Like I, I felt I feel choked. There are tears in my eyes as I think about Dunkachino. Which if yeah, exactly. If you remember, if you guys remember in the fucking and I'm not even going to call it stargazing in the fucking enter Sandman canon. Yeah, we support Jack and Jill, and the main reason is Al Pacino goes ham in that movie. He puts in the fucking work, and it's weird because Al Pacino, like, he's such an amazing actor that arguably one of our greatest living actors that you can't even tell when he's doing it. You know, it comes like fucking instinct to him. But Robert De Niro does the same performance in every fucking movie I see him in now. And it's kind of pissing me off a little bit. It's a little depressing. Yeah. Like Marty obviously still gets, you know, hungry. Of course he does. You know, Robert De Niro can still throw down the fucking 90 mile per hour fastball straight down the center. He could. For, you know, his for his homeboy. But when it comes to like literally anybody else, it's like it could go either way. Yeah, and it's just like in this movie, 
I don't know. His performance like bored me. I was like, I've seen you do this 20,000 times, Robert De Niro. Further proof of like how selective he is. Uh, there's a movie called The Intern with him and uh, Anne Hathaway. I remember uh-huh. watching with my mom forever. Is this a comedy? You know? Yeah, it's like a, it's a Nancy Myers comedy. Okay, it's, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very like, you look at a poster for this movie and you know what kind of movie it is. Uh-huh. He's like actually pretty good in it. Like, <laughs> he's like, he's like really like, good <laughs> yeah i remember because like i was like a burgeoning cinephile at the time uh-huh. there's a part because the you know the whole conceit is like uh ann hathaway is this like girl boss like tech ce not tech some sort of ceo you know for uh-huh. like a startup and he's like a widower who wants to get out of the house so he becomes an intern for her <laughs> uh you know hijinks Wait, how old is this is this early 2000s this or? is like 2015 this oh like hell a, yeah! I, I want to watch this. <laughs> I kind of want to rewatch too. It's a pretty cute movie, uh, but I I remember I was a burgeoning cinephile when I watched it on TV with my mom. I think my mom and dad. I can't remember. It's, that sounds like a mom flick. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's an absolutely a mom flick, and I mean that as the highest compliment. Um, but there's a scene where like he's driving her around, and she's in the back seat, and there's like a shot reverse shot of like her reflection in the rear view window and him mm-hmm. looking up at it. That is like a, du- a direct homage to taxi driver. That's awesome. Which <laughs> <laughs> is so funny. <laughs> uh, and I remember, cause I was like, I had just watched taxi driver being like, doing yeah, 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 yeah. Well, but no, you're, you're right about De Niro though. Yeah. It, I don't know. It bored the hell out of me. Uh, that's all I have to say, but speaking comment on mom flicks, it's really funny that like mom flicks, can go from a Nancy Myers movie to also like uh, on the Mount Rushmore of mom flicks, Magic Mike. Yeah. <laughs> like what, what? What? Fuck. Let's think about it. What are the Mount Rushmore of mom movies? This is such a good idea because we always talk about dad movies, but the mom movie I think is harder to pin down. So let's put it there. Magic Mike is up there. Yeah, for sure. Here, I'll take notes. <laughs> Um, Mike, it's up there. And then I want to say like <sighs> Mom movie Mount Rushmore. It's gotta be like we got I got I'm trying to think of like the quintessential Sandra Bullock starring movie that's a mom oh, flick. Because okay. moms love Sandra Bullock. Or Julia, you know what? Could I I, I just went throw out because I, I could just throw out movies like my mom. Actually, I couldn't. Amber's maybe watched some weird fucking. Yeah, my mom. I talked about her the other day. One of her favorite movies is fucking Four Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Four Brothers. That is objectively insane. I love your mom so much for that. That is what that makes me so happy. That fucking Four Brothers. Uh, hey, can I try? I haven't seen Four Brothers since like literally middle school when it was on AMC. You know, can I try and see if I can remember the Four Brothers off the top of my head? The, like the actors? Yeah, the actors. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so these two are easy. Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark. Tyree, Ty- Tyrese Gibson. Yes. Singleton's guy. You know. Yeah. Uh, is it Garrett Hedlund? I don't know what his name is. The guy from I don't. What movie is he in? Did tell me what movie's in. He's in like one more huge movie. Uh, Tron Legacy is it? Yes, him, Tron yes him. Okay, who is the fourth brother? It's it's weird, but once you think of it, you will like be like, oh yeah, duh. Can I? Okay, you want a hint? I, I I have a question for a hint, and if it's like would give it away, you could say no. Okay. What's his race? I don't What's think they'll give it away. He's he's a black dude. Okay, uh, you who, want more hints? Yeah, sure. He is another musical artist. Is it Ice Cube? No. He's someone who, when this movie was made, which I believe was like 2005 or some shit, okay. he, they wanted to start putting him in movies. And he, because his music career was ending, he still makes music, but it's so rare. It's like a feature here and there. It's not. And people make like. It's Andre 3000, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. It's uh-huh. Andre 3000. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot do, about that. Do you want to hear something about that movie now? And Andre yeah. 2000? So well, I'm going to be watching it after we're done here. So. Okay, you should. But Andre 2000, they came to him with an offer for the role. Uh-huh. Andre 2000 said no. Do you want to know why he said no? Why? Because, because he's the only child. He's the only child. 
and he thought that he wouldn't be able to act in a movie where he has brothers. <laughs> that is so pure. That is so pure. <laughs> but then he read that's the script beautiful. and it changed his mind. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's, it's so funny. Did you see that tweet the other day? There's like that video of a big boy going around with his pet owl. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Did you see that tweet? That's like Andre 3000 just shows up in random places with a flute and plays it. Big boy like just has this owl. It, it, it said my favorite rap group turned into Zelda characters. Yeah, they're still the fucking best rap duo ever because yeah. of that fucking reason. <laughs> I, I like that they don't even have beat. Yeah. They, 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 it was, we're done making music. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I, on the mom movie Mount Rushmore, I have Magic Mike. I have four brothers with a question mark. Uh, d- just to get the stereotypical ones out of the way, Titanic. Titanic, of course. Um, I would. Uh, how about my best friend's wedding slash any '90s Julia Roberts? Uh huh. Mama Mia. Yeah, Mama Mia as well. Which that's that's me knowing other people's moms. And my mom, I don't think she likes Mama Mia. I don't think she's ever watched Mama Mia. My mom's not a big musical gal. I end up- yeah, my mom neither. My mom is a blockbuster person. She hated Barbarian. She hated... Um, Your mom saw Barbarian? Yeah, she saw Barbarian. She hated it. She I can't hated, imagine any mom liking Barbarian. Yeah, she hated Malignant. And I was just like, Mom, you should have asked me before you saw it. Yeah, I would have told you, know- you, don't see it. You're not going <laughs> to like it. Um. My mom loves Tom Cruise. I, I talked. I talk about that all the time. Oh, Jerry Maguire. Oh, Je- yeah, absolutely. These are some heaters. Mom's got good taste. Yeah, they actually get good taste. Um, uh, what's, I'm trying to think of like a blockbuster they all like. I mean, Titanic is on there. I, I would say Transformers with a question mark because I think that's a general movie that just a lot of people like. The first one. Um, bad boy, bad boys. Put it up there for your mom. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'll put Transformers and then Bad Boys Two. Um, that is a that is another insane movie that your mom fucking loves. Yes, it, that's so baffling. Um, is there found, someone? Has someone made? We should. Why haven't I've never heard? I, of look, I can't find a good. List. Yeah, I can't find a good list. Let me look. Um, <laughs> the Blind Side. Yeah, that's. I think that's a mom and dad movie. I like. I feel. Yeah, yeah. This is a pretty terrible list, but I'm gonna keep going through it. Um, okay, Roma is not a mom's movie. It is not. It is is a movie about a mom. I wouldn't watch Roma with my mom. Me neither. It's, it's on this list apparently. Um, okay, I'm trying to. I think this movie is just. Oh, Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a, yeah. Does that count? When did that come out? Because I have any it 90s came, Julia Roberts. Uh, I guess that counts. It came out 2000. Okay, that's close enough. I'll put my best friend's wedding slash any 90s Julia Roberts slash Aaron Brockovich. Well, all right. We, what, what animated movie can we put on there? Um, I would say like Finding Nemo or maybe like Monsters, Inc. It's hard to say. Um, like those are so perfectly general that like any yeah, mom would probably yeah, like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tentatively. Just put Pixar. I'll put Pixar. Yeah, sure. <laughs> this is an insane list. <laughs> and then to top it all off, put Elvis at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> I did actually peep on my family's shared HBO Max, and it looks like my mom, either my mom or my dad. Tried. Watched. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> They got decently far, it seems. I think they they're just very busy. Like they don't watch, um, like a, they don't watch a lot of movies or TV currently. Mm-hmm. But they got to the the part they had paused at um, was um, trying to remember. Oh, it was like when Elvis does the hound dog thing with the dog on TV, and he's like so embarrassed by it. Yeah, if they would have told me, I couldn't make it funnier. <laughs> He just wanted to do a bit. He just wanted to. I love Elvis because of that. (laughs) (laughs) Then I could have played along and made it funny. (laughs) Um, uh, Do you uh, here? uh, Do you want another mom story that it's a brand new, fresh, fresh mom story? Uh So um, the other day, guys, don't cancel me for this. I saw Blonde, and um, 
And the first thing I thought after seeing it was I have to tell my mom not to watch it. Um, because Maybe a good call. my mom, my mom is a Netflix enjoyer. She loves Netflix and uh-huh. she also likes Marilyn Monroe. Ooh, um, yeah. for, I would say for reasons, just like my mom, she likes her, she, she likes Marilyn Monroe's iconography and her image. She loves like, just, you know, like Marilyn Monroe fucking decorations and notebooks and t-shirts. She loves mm-hmm. that. Very classic um, Americana. You know? Exactly. Her and Elvis are like the mascots. Of, yeah. Like yeah. anyone can like Elvis and Marilyn Monroe without even like digesting any of their work. Uh-huh. Um, and so, yeah, I saw her the next day after I saw her and I told her, mom, do not watch Blonde because I know you're going to see it on your Netflix and just don't watch it. And she's just like, why? And I tell her, you know, it's, I, you're not going to like it. I was like, it's a movie you won't like. I just know it. I just know you won't like it. And it's, I'm telling you, don't watch it. And <laughs> she says to me, I'm going to watch it. She's just oh, like, boy. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. And literally five minutes later, she's in her room watching it. <laughs> watching it. And if anyone has watched Blonde who's listening to this, you know, the first 30 minutes are so fucking rough. Um, and I still haven't talked to her. So next week you got to come back. We'll, we'll get, yeah, we'll get the blonde update. From You'll get a mom, mom review. Cause I, I walked into her room and she was like 30 minutes in, but she was also talking on the phone at the same time. <laughs> so I was like, Oh my God. She'd uh, like, a rousing yeah. endorsement of the movie blonde. Listen, <laughs> no, no, because my mom does that with basically every movie she watches oh, no, yeah. at, in her own yeah. home. She's on the fucking telephone while watching. Oh it. yeah. Um, I just want to go on the record that I haven't seen Blonde yet, so you can't cancel me. I don't think you should watch it because you're not going to like it. I probably won't. You definitely it's, won't like it. It's not even one of those things like, you know what? Every movie deserves a fair shot. I'm going to watch it because it's like three hours long. Exactly. Don't waste your time. I know you're not going to watch it, Kellen. Yeah, it's spooky <laughs> season two. I'm going to watch Insidious tonight. I've never oh, seen it. Oh, hell fucking yeah. Um, I'm black and I haven't watched any yet. Uh we got to get on it. We, we're falling behind. It's all Insidious Two is just as scary as One, in my opinion. That's what someone was telling me. Um, we got to watch Sinister. I've already seen Sinister. Oh yeah, Sinister's fucking scary. Yeah, mm, yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I feel like I told this story before, but it's so funny because it's like the most specifically I've ever been owned. So I'm going to tell it again. Is it um, May of 2020? Uh, this was like kind of peak lockdown. I had not, my hair grows very fast. I did not, I had not, I had not gotten a haircut in like three months. I was like, had grown out my facial hair a bit. I looked unkempt and during fine, and it was also finals week. So I just really wasn't like putting as much you effort. You said May my, 2020? Yes. We were all unkempt. Yeah, we were all, <laughs> we were all a little unkempt as we were. Yeah, we were. This is my finals week. And I also was just not putting as much care to the old parents as I probably usually am. And, um, my friends Garrett Bess and Hayes Morrison, who have both been on this show before, uh, they happen to be in my neighborhood. So I went outside to say hi to them. And when Garrett saw me, he said, you look like you've been watching haunted film reels like <laughs> Ethan Hawke and Sinister. And that's like that was such a specific own. Like no, I'm pre- sorry. That's a compliment. Yeah. A, have a you seen Ethan Hawke in that movie? <laughs> I mean, yeah, Ethan Hawke is so hot. That's the hottest <laughs> he's looked in years. He's so yeah. hot in that movie. Yeah, maybe the hottest he's looked since like bef- before. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a hunk in first reformed. <laughs> you cannot say that. You can, <laughs> you cannot say that. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> uh, it, it inspired me to watch Censor uh, tonight. Censor's good. Has Jennifer Lawrence done any? Oh, yeah. She did. She, House did. Of the End of- <laughs> she should do it again. Should we wrap up on Joy? Yeah, fuck Joy. I didn't really like it. it I thought it was fine. Um, did I, I, let me go over my notes real quick because I think I had something I wanted to bring up to you. Oh, I have. When someone like- asked me, when someone asked me, hey, what movie are you watching? I said, Joy. And they said, oh, okay. And then they just turned to me like, oh, why, why are you watching it? And because like, yeah, <laughs> I because I have to, because I have to, because Jennifer Lawrence is, this. that's the only reason why I'm watching it. I wouldn't watch uh-huh. it for any other reason. Yeah. Um, 
I, oh, wait, sorry. One more comment. Fits in this are incredible. Bradley Cooper, all of his suiting oh my God, yeah. looks amazing. Bradley Cooper looks amazing in a suit as always. And Jennifer Lawrence in that leather jacket. Oh, my with the, God. Yeah, the leather jacket with the bobbed hair looks so cool. Oh my God! That's all I'll say. Oh Maybe she should God. do an action movie. Is should that is that something? Definitely. I guess she Give her Katniss. speed. Give her a Give speed. A speed, or maybe a John Wick. Everybody's getting a John Wick these days. <laughs> Jackie Chan got a John Wick. Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk got a John Wick. Uh, put that, put Jennifer Lawrence in Nobody. In Nobody I, Two. Did I tell you? Actually, did I tell you my pitch for Nobody Two? You didn't. You should tell me off mic. They're going to fucking buy it from you. I want them to buy it from me because I, uh, uh, Rhea Seahorn should be a nobody too. Oh my God. She she should should. play like one of his like former buddies from back in the day. And then at the end, it's revealed that the person running their organization is, you guessed it, Patrick Fabian. Uh, (laughs) No. Okay. That's too much. That's a little (laughs) bit too much. I just want I just want Better Call Saul. You literally be just want another episode of Better Call Saul. I miss it so much, God. Did you finish it? You finished it, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, I fucking finished it. Oh, Here's what God. I'll say, and this is all I'll say. It's better than Breaking Bad. Absolutely. I agree. Waterworks, the second to last episode of the season and of the show as a whole. Yeah. Is one of the most just like just quietly devastating hours of television I've ever seen. I just think it's really crazy that Vince Gilligan gave us Breaking Bad and like it's a very easily accessible show to watch and anyone can watch it. But Better uh-huh. Call Saul is on a completely different level than Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, and everyone gets it. Yeah. Breaking Bad will have its characters die and make you sad about it, which is an impressive feat of storytelling that most shows can't do. Uh, but Better Call Saul will make you so sad that you'll wish the characters were dead instead of alive and suffering like they are. It'll, which make, is- <laughs> it'll make a breakup feel like your fucking parents there is, just died. There, There is a breakup in the later episodes of Better Call Saul that hurt more than literally every single personal breakup I've ever had in it, my life. It, yeah, <laughs> it's a devastating show. It's a, it's really it's amazing. It's amazing yeah. that we're still getting TV like this. Yes. Oh my Can't gosh. wait to see what uh, Rhea Seahorn's gonna do with uh, Vince yeah. Gilligan. Yeah, most anticipated thing. And fucking hell, put Rhea Seahorn in everything. I fucking demand you guys to do it. I will watch anything with her in it. Anything. Yeah, it's it's absurd that people. She's. I mean, it feels like just. It, of the people we follow, like everybody's talking about her, but she is like she's untapped, like completely yeah. untapped. Yeah. Why isn't she in everything? Like, why isn't there like a dozen deadline articles? Why isn't about? there three David O. Russell movies of Rhea Seahorn in it? Oh no, don't put that evil on me. <laughs> don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. God damn. <laughs> uh this the quick story I want to tell about Joy um, as we wrap up on it. I just wanted to tell because this was like genuinely frightening. Uh, I was watching this movie, I Live Alone, uh, in my dark room on my laptop. Um, and at the end, there's a scene where Jennifer Lawrence is negotiating uh, her one of her like sort of business rivals. Uh-huh. Like she's like kind of intimidating him into backing down. And there's a scene where like he's like makes an offer and she just like stares him down. And then he makes a slightly better offer. She stares him down. You know, like he's just like she's just like silently intimidating him. Great, good stuff from Jen. Uh, and then he he makes the right offer makes the right offer and here's what happens for me she smiles the sound of the movie goes and it's just frozen on this image of her smiling oh and then my, my computer shuts down what my the computer fuck? has to restart there something goes wrong and my computer has to restart genuinely frightening like as she smiled <laughs> I like ran and turned the lights on. I was just like, okay. I thought you were about to like praise that moment because I really love that moment. That's no, it's a really funny. great moment. The, yeah, <laughs> I just like was like, it was scary. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't stare at her smiling at me. No, as would I. But like, I thought she was about to like come out of your screen. <laughs> I, I thought she was about to look at me and like say my social security number. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Oh, 
Well, you, you wait. So like, it was only for me when I rented it on Apple, like I had to put my social security in before. Oh, Moises. Didn't do it. Didn't do that for you. Uh, <laughs> wait, uh, no, I just admitted I paid for David or Russell movie. I actually bootlegged oh. this movie. I, uh, I'm, cutting it out. I'm cutting it out. I'm not taking any chances. <laughs> um, I did the morally correct thing and pirated it. Hell yeah. No, someone's knocking on my door. It sounds like they have a war. Jeez. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, before, yeah, one last thought. Rhea Seahorn should be in a movie like Lost City. You know, that's what I want to see her in. Oh, you want to see her do like a sort of a, a, a rom-com. Yeah, and then, then she moves on over and does like the whole like uh, Aaron Brockovich or Joy, you know. <laughs> she'll, she'll kill it. I fucking love you, Rhea Seahorn. I'm, I have a corner of my room dedicated to oh, you boy. and Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> There's something stupid is just sort of faintly always playing. Like you have a little like yeah, music box. Yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I had a little ballerina box. Yeah. Um, have I told you what I'm wanting to do for Halloween? You did. Okay. I hope you can do it. I did. I tell you with sexy Saul Goodman, or did I? Wait, you didn't tell me, but I read your Instagram. Sexy oh, right. Saul Goodman. Well, I, I think I might just do Saul Goodman. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, Saul Goodman's sexy already. Yeah, it's probably gonna be really cold on Halloween too. But like, the, my plan was to have like you know colorful dress shirts, you know, kind of kitschy tie, like tan suit jacket or whatever. You know, like the Bluetooth earpiece, I, I was going to get the the sort of travel mug that says world's second best lawyer. Yeah. And then I was going to have. And then um, you're going to buy a gun and shoot a bullet through it. Yeah. And then I was going to buy booty shorts that, that said chicanery on them. <laughs> and that would, but I think it's almost definitely going to be too cold for that. So. You could wear leg warmers. I could, but then it wouldn't be sexy. Yeah. Well, it might just be Saul Goodman. <laughs> Uh, I'm not gonna tell you what I'll do. You're gonna have to wait. I'm excited. Are you like in? Uh, else. Are you in Redacted? Are you in? Are you in? My uh, internet girlfriend from yeah, Roblox. You're, yeah, you're, you're Roblox GF. My Roblox girlfriend from Canada. Um, <laughs> maybe. I heard she's gonna do a face reveal soon. Is that? <laughs> I, still turns, I still haven't seen her face. It turns out Moises has been dating Dream. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, did that guy get canceled? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, he's doing a face reveal today. Oh, in about an hour. Oh, I definitely care so much. Uh, I don't care, but I'm like vaguely you, curious. I don't yeah, I'm know. curious too. Like uh, the internet's a really bad place for me because sometimes I'll just be like, I'll, I'll go down rabbit holes for like half an hour and I'll be like, I don't care about this. Why am I like trying to be informed? And Dream is one of those, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, regardless, uh, is that it for Joy? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Looking ahead, you know, uh, is I it, guess is it's, it, Can I guess what's next? Is it Passengers yeah, next? It is. Uh, a marginal improvement from Mr. O. Russell, but we do are we are unfortunately talking about a Chris Pratt maybe tomorrow, uh, next week. Um, then Mother Red Sparrow and Don't oh Red Sparrow. Oh, that is kind of in. I think that's an that's like an espionage, right? Yeah, I'm kind of excited for that. Um, and then uh, on, and then Don't Look Up, and if we keep this weekly thing going, which God willing, we'll be able we should. Uh, the week Don't Look Up, our episode on Don't Look Up comes out. Um, her newest movie, Causeway, should be in theaters and on Apple TV. Brian um, Tyree Henry fan club, right? Yeah. Here. I I wasn't fully bought in just because I hadn't seen him in a whole lot. Um, Atlanta? Atlanta is... That we're we're going to get to the recommendations, but <laughs> he is so fucking good. He is incredible. I need to watch. Have you seen If Beale Street Could Talk? I haven't. He's in that. Yeah. I've, that's that's the one I always hear is like he like is incredible. Oh, it's, fuck. It's like I gotta a, watch that. It's like kind of a smaller role, I believe. But that I is, haven't uh, I haven't watched any of the new season of Atlanta. I'm like blue balling over here. <laughs> Are you waiting for it all to come out? So no, I'm see? not. Last season I watched it weekly. I don't know. I just haven't found the time to watch it. I feel that. I feel that. Um, I also uh, lost the login for whoever 
gave me Hulu. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's always the worst. Yeah, we'll wrap up as we always do with our recommendations. This could be anything, movie, book, TV show, video game, podcast, song, album, park, painting, poem, anything that Moises and I have been enjoying and want to recommend to you. Mine is Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta. Uh, Moises has been telling me to watch this show for literally as long as I've known him. And I finally got around to it. And I'm about halfway through season one. And it's really good. Uh, but yeah, my recommendation is uh, <laughs> Sorry. the 1999 um rock album uh let tigre by the band let tigre um it is a um all uh women rock band and i believe now they like have a guy in it i don't know i haven't listened to any of their albums just this one uh let tigre by let tigre oh it's really fucking good it's just like obscure uh 90s rock um and i think um uh, it's just funny that uh, all of the famous rock bands are led by men when we all know they sing terribly. Um, but La Tigre has women and it's great. It's fucking angry and it's fast and it's uh, amazing, especially when you realize like, oh shit, it's made in the 90s, about to 1999 and you're just okay. realizing how much music is changing and yeah, fucking, I love it. I love it. It's been on repeat ever since I discovered it. Cool. I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, next week is Passengers. Uh, intro and outro music is the Law and Order theme song. Uh, follow us at Stargazing underscore podcast uh, on Instagram. Um, anything else I'm forgetting? Um, no, see you next week. I yeah, hope. See, yeah, see you next week. And we'll leave you as we always do with the J Law fact of the week. Um, and this week's J Law fact is that Moises. Did you know that Jennifer Lawrence was the first person uh, to see Dream's fa- real face? Um, I didn't. I, t- I did. <laughs> it's dumb. Do you have a better one? Do you, do you want to have a better one you want to do? No, fuck no. Fuck God no, I don't. Yeah, okay. I got to live with this. This I got to live with this. <laughs> uh, well, I'm Calcomines. I'm uh, Joy. And I'm Joy. And we hope you live with joy in your hearts this week. And may not the, the movie. Just the, the concept of joy. Yeah. <laughs> and may the loving light of Christ be with you. Uh, <laughs> wow. We are you, not. He, that isn't, he's lying. That's not like a real thing he's saying. That's could you imagine if I revealed that like in the two month break we took, I became like a born again Christian? I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to continue this podcast. <laughs> uh, rightfully so. All right, that's good. We'll see you next week. Uh, yours in Christ, Kelly. Kermit. <laughs> um, Moises, Joy, Camacho. We'll see you. We'll see you next week with uh, the Mario Super Mario led passengers. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>